Hello and welcome back to Lights, Camera and Life. It's your boy Franklin. And I'm Lady. So we're really happy to be back with you guys for another podcast. Um, and of course we're help- hoping that you're all staying safe, staying well and staying alert. Mm-hmm. As staying we've been alert. To. Yeah. Yeah. What are we launching into today, Franklin? A 2016 film called Colossal by Nacho Vigolondo. Um, it's Personally, I've always wanted to watch this. It came out, uh, as I said, in 2016. Stroke 17, I think that might have been the UK release. Um, but it didn't really garner a lot of attention. So it wasn't really in the cinemas. Luckily, we have Netflix. And being the eternal guardian of Netflix that I am, found it and thought I might as well share it uh, with you. And um, I think it's definitely worth talking about today. Absolutely. So talk to us through, uh, talk, talk us through the story. Um, so yeah, obviously the spoilers are coming. Um, and if spoiler you... alert, spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and if you do want to watch it, then it might be a good idea to pause now and then catch up with us again later. Yeah. Um, but essentially, it's about a lady, a woman called Gloria, um, who is plagued by an alcohol problem. Really played um, by Anne Hathaway. Played by Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Um, we see very early on that it is problematic with her relationship. Um, she is an um, online blogger, um, online writer, I should say, mm. um, living in New York. But yeah. this alcohol problem is um, being quite destructive um, to her relationship, which ends pretty early on in the start of the film. Mm-hmm. Um, we then see her sort of retreat back to her childhood, um, very um, suburban um, home. I can't remember the exact part of the US it is, mm. um, where she kind of catches up with a... Somewhere in the with, corn belt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where she catches up with um, a childhood friend who's still living out there, um, helps reintegr- reintegrate her into um, society there, but also in some ways really continues and helps continue this drinking problem she has even though in some ways she gave us the impression she was going back to try and get on top of things as i said we see how destructive it is and then we see how destructive this problem is to her to the point where it starts to mirror some very spooky and uh, almost Godzilla-like events happening in seoul in um i've said that wrong haven't i seoul seoul in in korea um, where quite literally a, a gigantic monster is plaguing the town, mm-hmm. causing all kinds of destruction. And the film then plays out to see these things aren't just a coincidence and, and how they're joined, really. That's yeah. how I'd summarise it. I think that's a, that's a really good sort of uh, mini summary of, of the film. And um, what really interests me about this film is that both parts, i.e. Uh, Gloria getting, you know, getting to terms with herself in our hometown and this drama that's occurring in Seoul Mm. are mirrors and metaphors of each other. Mm. So it's not like, okay, you're looking at one part which actually plays for the the synthesisation of of an actual story for the other part. Each plays on each each side of the story. Um, I think that it's very smart filmmaking in its sense. Um, I think it's... What I love about it is the sparseness of characters. I think you've only got Anne Hathaway as Gloria... Um, we've got Jason Sudeikis as her, um, her, her friend, long uh, home, long lost friend. Oscar. Yeah, we've got uh, Tim Blake Nelson, who you know from the Ballad of Bastard Scruggs, and also um, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And we also have Dan Stevens, who plays her boyfriend, who um, you didn't think was uh, the girl was was Matthew from from Downton from Abbey. Downton Abbey until he if spoke. You, if you happen to be acquainted with that show, <laughs> yeah. But I, I, as I said, it's a, there's a good duality and a metaphor that's played out, which shows that 
the director is looking is trying to take quite a quirky and not so serious take on what is a big issue in alcohol dependency i yeah i agree it's um i kind of can't fully decide how i feel about the film and okay. i did like it but for some reason i didn't really like it and i don't know why that is what I, didn't you it, like it about might it? just occur to me at some point why but i still can't quite put my thumb on what it is that didn't wow me about the film mm. um it was very it was very clever the way they drew what could easily be two different films together um and it was playful and it was a smart way of dealing with an issue that is probably dealt with a lot in films and can maybe become a bit dry if you see that type of theme played out all the time mm-hmm. um but I, I just don't know what it was it was I agree, I agree with you as well that it was it was a simple story not too many characters you felt like you got to know the characters in quite a short space of time um but there there was just something that just left me feeling a bit deflated and not because of the theme it was more just perhaps the ending and perhaps the way that they at the end of the film tried to explain how the monster in soul and how glory how they were connected i just left me feeling a bit well they're not really connected um at the end of the day the i would say probably as we said that both both sides of the story play into each other but at the end of the day it's about a lady who had to deal with her demons yeah and the demons are represented by the monsters in soul but at the same time i think that she herself had to become a ruthless monster to get rid of the demons in her real life for that to be reflected which was at the end where she had to go into her soul i.e travel to seoul in south mm. korea to become someone who was taking back control of herself and i i agree those are the parts that i think were really clever and very well done but perhaps it was the the frame around that or the story setting before that where how how did her soul become represented as a monster in another continent and that kind of childhood oh, yeah, flashback that, i've just thought mm, the, the, the flashback was, just, was yeah, pretty rubbish. it, it, yeah, was, it yeah. was quite you know um what's the word i can't think of the word it just, shoehorned yeah exactly it was yeah, a bit yeah, shoehorned yeah. for me and I, I i don't know that's it's Maybe I'm looking for something to criticise because it was a good film, but yeah. it just there was just a wow factor that for some that was, reason was lacking. It, I, and you know what? I'm I'm completely in in agreement with you. The reason why this is only going to be what ten twelve minutes <laughs> is because it's not aroma. <laughs> you know, uh, you should actually go back to one of our podcasts on that because that's one of my favourite films of all time. But it's smart. It's different. I like. It's different. It yeah. reminds me of sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, not to bother mm. you, where there's a bit of a spark in the filmmaking where directors taken quite a serious issue decided, taking quite a serious issue decided to use quite a quirky playful metaphor mm. to bring it to the screen with about four characters mm. and decides that this is what I'm trying to say about it as it's as extent, existential crisis within someone mm. um, played out as a city in fact there are cheesy metaphors all around it the, the, you know the city of soul acting out as your soul and, yeah. and you know and the monsters uh, every time she moved when she was back home in the playground uh, the monster moved in her soul mm. so you could see the connection and i think that there are many that you know the films that deal with alcohol dependency like can be can become quite heavy yeah. and sometimes a bit too much you know like flight with denzel washington but this made me realize that I, it didn't hit me over the head with 
this is bad for you. It just showed you that apart from what alcohol does to you physically, this is what it could do to you as a person where you lack purpose. You're not, you, you know, you, you, you don't really want to find anything that's uh, or find gainful employment that might lead to, to you discovering who you really are. Mm-hmm. Just little things from here. Also, what I did like about it was its little take on toxic friendships. People yeah. who... And I think that was a really strong part of the film with Jason Sudeikis, her friend, who actually wanted to keep her down for his benefit, really. I mean, well, what quite, do you think? Quite an abusive relationship, ultimately. Yeah. Um, which she, I think in her most vulnerable time, she fell into without realising. And then by that point, she couldn't really get out of it mm. um, without doing something really quite drastic, like you said. Mm. So, yeah, again, I, it's to be fair to the film. I think there is a lot of good about it and... You know, it feels like a time when I should start using a star rating, and I would probably give it like three stars out of five. Or, Fair enough. Um, but I just, for some reason, I just wanted more. Maybe if it had been longer, which I never really say. Really? I think if it had been longer, then there would have been more time to not have had such a shoehorned way into the whole monster mirror thing. Yeah, and yeah. maybe I'd want to see more of her, more of her life before she moved to her hometown, and then yeah. more of her life when she was in in her hometown i know just it was yeah perhaps i think that, slightly that rushed was, as well slightly well that's a bit it's a b film mm. uh, and mm. you know at the same time that's what b films are you know there's a there's a core concept and you sort of build out from that yeah. but uh, what i think this film was trying to show was or the director was trying to show this is the metaphor i'm using and I'm going to be playful with it. Yeah. And that, I'm, I'm just going to summarise this way, that that's what I like about it. It's creative. It feels like an off, uh, you know, a sort of brainstorm between mm. some film students mm. who said, this is something that we care about. We're going to create a quirky metaphor for it and we're going to create these actors and create sort of an offbeat plot development mm. to it. You know, each scene was kind of like, okay, she's got this mattress, blow-up mattress, and now she's got a seat. And every things didn't just seem right. And, you know, when they were in the bar as well, things just didn't quite seem but right. It was, they were very good at creating this feel of unease, actually. The feeling yeah. of unease, which... It was done quite which, well. Exactly. And mm. uh, that coupled with, you know, quite interesting story and quite, uh, you know, it, I liked that it was short. Yeah, and for what, for what was actually a relatively low-budget film, I think that they did quite a lot with that budget actually so it's is definitely a good film is mm-hmm. it the, is it one of the favorites i've seen in a while no would i recommend someone seeing it absolutely yes i think it's different to what's out there at the moment i think it's a different way of dealing with a theme that you probably feel you know about in some way shape or form from mm. other films other other hollywood um pictures so yeah i think it's worth a watch even though it wasn't something that wowed me yeah um, I'll finish off with this. Mark Commode on his BBC Five review program said that he this film in summary for him was uh, he, he used the tagline human can be humans can be monsters and sometimes monsters can also be human mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's a great way of describing it because you know um, humans in you know Anne Hathaway's character alcohol turning her into someone who really did who disregarded people who actually loved her and acted in quite a reckless way but at the same time there were people who were generally not good people who you could see the human side as to why they did what they did in her friend, mm. played by Jason Sudeikis. Mm. And also the, the monster who initially everyone in Seoul was running away from, they could see, oh, he wanted peace. So um, I think that's a great way of describing what is the, yeah. a heavy a heavy topic of alcohol dependency and addiction. Um, also the, 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 the sort of uh, part of toxic relationships was explained well. It was an hour and 30 minutes, quite clever, quite you know funny at the same time 
light-hearted. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm, and I liked it. So give it a go, guys. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Um, we always love hearing your comments and we're always really grateful for your listens and for following us on this journey, really. Of course. So we'll see you guys next time. We will. As always, you know, like, share, comment, give us maybe some suggestions of films you'd like us to 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 actually review we're always looking at new and interesting films to talk about interesting topics within cinema you know unfortunately the Cannes film festival has been cancelled this year due to the virus but i'm pretty sure there'll be some interesting films coming up or to our attention very soon but um till then um stay safe stay alert take care take care bye bye